Welcome to Sidewalk Talk. I'm Steve Fortunato, founder of Shovel the Sidewalk. We're a marketing firm in Buffalo, New York. We create advertising and build brands for small businesses. And uh, we specialize in authentic storytelling. And that's what uh, Sidewalk Talk is all about. We find uh, thought leaders that have Buffalo connections and we help them dis uh, convey their story to listeners and viewers out there on YouTube. And today we have Jenna Calabrese, she is a doctor of physical therapy. The name of her company is Body Dynamics. She also has another one called Facial Dynamics. We'll get into both of them in a little bit. We will start with Body Dynamics. Welcome to the show and thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So, disclaimer, uh, Jenna is my physical therapist. And honestly, I can tell you this, Jenna saved my life. I have uh, a disease called ankylosing spondylitis. It's a, it's a, um, it hurts. It causes a lot of pain. And I understand why a lot of people go on the opiates and I get it because when you're in this much pain, uh, you'll do anything to, to avoid it. And I never had to get there. I saw doctors, I saw neurosurgeons. It's an autoimmune disease. It, it, it messes up your spine. It goes into your neck if, uh, sometimes too, but it just, it can attack everywhere throughout your body and it really causes a lot of pain. And so as I was going through figuring out what was wrong, I even went to a neurosurgeon. He's like, I don't know, maybe I have a pulled muscle. Okay, so I thought surgery, I found Jenna, my um, rheumatologist said, check with Jenna, and I would say in five minutes you had it figured out. Uh, in about 15 minutes, I was pain-free, and it was like a miracle to me. It doesn't mean it fixed it forever, right? Now, there was a lot of things I had to do afterwards, but um, I don't know if that happens to you. Do other people say to you, oh my God, you, you saved me? Well, I think that, um, yes, a lot of times people have looked at a lot of different um, alternatives and it hasn't been a good solution and then they find the right physical therapist and they have the right connection and, um, you know, they go to myself who looks at the whole body and, you know, doesn't just look at a knee because a lot of times um, pain can be at the knee but it's coming or being influenced from other joints. So. Um, you have to kind of look at the big picture, and I think we did that for you as well to try to problem solve and break down, you know, what could be influencing the pain, and then how are you going to problem solve and how are we going to correct it? I think so. I'm, I'm glad you said this. So that's where, uh, for me personally, and I'm sure a, a lot of people that you work with, that's a big definable difference for you. And I don't know if it's if it's if it's new thing out there. I mean, there's great physical therapists out there and really good people, and I've worked with a lot of them. Um, but what you you brought to the table it's a different uh, it's a different way of thinking it was like well just because it hurts here doesn't mean that's the issue there are a million different things going on is that a, is that just your own style is it a new way of studying how did you get to where you're at mentally and being able to figure that stuff out well i think um i was in an unusual situation because um i started practicing in Maryland and worked for a large group. And so we could collaborate and work together and problem solve together as clinicians. And then I moved to Western New York and um, started with Excelsior and just with my family dynamics and with my son, it didn't work. So I went off on my own. And so a lot of my style and a lot of my approach has been myself kind of trying to work with the patient and figure it out because I didn't have this huge team collaboration of other physical therapists. And, you know, I was always kind of combining being a mom and a physical therapist and so, and creating this little successful brand. And so, 
between my own injuries and dealing with having a previous injury and then getting pregnant with my second daughter and then having injuries afterwards and realizing that, you know, the knee pain that I was experiencing wasn't coming from my knee. Um, and then also just kind of always trying to set myself apart and, you know, make a difference and, you know, not having, I always had to kind of dive in and take a, a little bit deeper look because, you know, I just didn't have that same type of environment when I was working. So I took the time to work with the patient and analyze it a little bit differently, if that kind of makes sense. It does. There's a lot there because I also want to talk about being a mom and running your business. I'm sure that's difficult too. So that's next. First, Yes. So you've developed this through experience. So you're an athlete. You're Winsville East, right? Winsville South. Winsville South. Winsville South, athlete. And you went on to college. You played college athletics. Yep. Where at? Skidmore College. And you played? Field hockey. So field hockey. So there's a lot of injuries in sports. Yes. And so you you self-identify you, you figured it out yourself like what your injuries were or, and how to fix them or well so my big injury was that i fractured my knee um in a motor vehicle accident and um so and i was still a physical therapist so when i was recovering with my knee injury and working as a physical therapist i was showing everything on my left side so i was over developing my left side and kind of babying my right side and then i got pregnant with my daughter and obviously there was you know a lot of hormonal changes and a lot of structural changes and so i created this huge problem in my pelvic girdle and my si joint because of the muscle imbalances of all the muscles around those joints and because of the you know weakness and then because of the pregnancy. So afterwards, even though I was doing some corrective techniques, nothing was working. And so I kind of had to kind of, you know, break it down and say, why aren't traditional physical therapy approaches working and what's going on? And I kind of realized that I was never putting any weight on my right side. I really created a huge imbalance. And so I had to kind of, you know, go back and really start thinking about posturally and what I did movement-wise every single day. And that's kind of the foundation, which what I teach my patients every single day. And so once I started to put right weight on my right leg and then started to really focus on just strengthening my right leg and then using my right leg throughout the day, putting away dishes, doing laundry, then I could do my corrective techniques to fix my SI joint and it would actually stabilize. So that's kind of how I came up with my approach to treating the hips and the pelvis, which is probably my biggest treatment area or patient population. The phys yeah, I can. It, it is pretty amazing when I go in there and I'm like this, whatever. My knee hurts, or and it's usually well, it's because this is out over here. You're up and right. It, it's not like a chiropractic adjustment. Right. It's it's different. It's manipulation, and then there's exercises beyond that. But right. So um, I combine joint mobilization, which is just simply moving the joint through a range of motion. And physical therapists are taught grades one through grade four, and that's just kind of the amplitude and the speed of the mobilization. Then I also use muscle energy techniques, and what a muscle energy technique is is it's basically using the muscles origin and insertion and action, and then you giving a little overpressure for it to correct it. Itself. So I know where the muscles aligned and I'm going to use that to my advantage to rotate or to change an alignment. See, I think one of the things, that, at least this from my personal experience, I'm sure your patients are the same way. When they go to, um, almost, uh, say it's a bigger group, you know, the, the physical therapist may have four patients at once, right? I mean, they, that's just the way it is. Right. 
and and with you it's it's one one patient at a time and i think that makes it just makes a big difference because what i've learned from you i learn from you you know what i mean i i literally obviously you work on me you help me um but i you give me the time and i study it right you tell me try this do this this is why I, you know, you'll answer my questions where in other situations Maybe, maybe they will help, but they don't have time. They don't have time. Sense? Yeah, I mean, it's just the state of healthcare. I mean, unfortunately, reimbursement in Western New York is really low. And so the only way that traditional clinics can keep the doors open is, you know, by seeing multiple patients at a time. And so someone comes in with a knee and you only have time to look at that knee, you know, so... And I had a traditional clinic um, for, you know, as a private practice. And so I did see multiple patients at a time and I transitioned my business to an out of network kind of concierge business two years ago so that I'm all one-on-one -on -one and, you know, I can look in the initial evaluation, I can look at the entire body and the entire system, you know, versus before I still was gave really good care, but I might be looking at the knee and I might look at the knee and the hip in the first day. And then, okay, next time I'm going to look at the ankle and try to put the pieces together. So I can get a lot more accomplished in this setting now that I'm more concierge and I'm all one-on-one, -on -one, even than when I had a traditional clinic. And I, you know, even though I gave good care and I was a lot more individualized than a big box clinic, you know, I still didn't have that time to commit. So patients have noticed a big difference from, you know, since I transitioned, transitioned my business. It's private pay then. Yes. It's out of network, but it's private It's pay. out of network. So patients pay me up front and then I can provide them the documentation to submit um, to their insurance companies. And really with high deductibles and with large co-pays, patients are willing to you know, pay the little extra amount so they can have one-on-one -on -one an hour. And the nice thing is, is that what we can get accomplished in an hour one-on-one -on -one is so much more so they only need five sessions i mean my typical you know treatment is six sessions for you know someone versus 12. right because your six is one-on-one -on -one, right whereas the 12 in a bigger box store it might take an hour but i'm only getting 15 minutes of attention exactly and the nice thing is also is that you know i mean a lot of times when you go to a larger facility people say that i just go in and i just do my exercises i kind of don't you know believe that i want someone just to come in and do their exercises you don't do a lot of exercises when you're with me um it's all going to be hands-on it's all going to be working on some of the imbalances whether it's you know joint or flexibility, um, and then it's going to be education, and then I'm gonna give you the tools so that you can take that and do that independently. You know, because I mean, the whole entire thing is we want patients to have tools to keep them healthy and to keep, you know, those imbalances and those postural bad habits in check. And so people have to do things, just a few things every day to offset sitting all day, to offset, you know, driving and being on our cell phones. And so I want to teach people that and then give them the tools so that they can maintain that and they can do that independently. They don't need to do that with me in a clinic. That's not, you know, that's not valuable time. Right. That's where that education. Right. And you're willing to educate and teach. Is that gratifying for you? Enjoy doing that? Seem to enjoy it when we talk. You're always like, well, try this, do this, do it this way. Yeah, I like, I want people to, I always say when I talk to people and I'm talking to, about my business and that I'm out of network and I'm, you know, saying, you know, I think, you know, let's do an evaluation. Let's see what's going on. I always say, I want you to value the experience. And I want, you know, and people do because, you know, I do 
tell them if they do this, this, and this, you're going to see a difference, you know, and they, they understand it. You know, I just started with a patient the other day and he's like, I've never understood what's going on. You know, thank you very much. And he's a physician, you know, and he's been, he had been to multiple people and he said, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'm asking you so many questions. I'm like, I should be able to tell you, you know, and that's fine that I'm telling you, you know, what's going on and why this is happening and what I'm doing to correct it. And then what you're going to do to maintain it or what you're doing it to negatively influence it and how we're going to change that. So the switch to the concierge marketing wise has been, it had to be nerve wracking a little bit because like, are people going to, but, but you have confidence in what you're doing. So, you know, people are going to sample it. If they get in once, right. They know that you're the go-to. Right. And that's what I say. I always say, you know, let's do an evaluation. Let's put our heads together, you know, and I can tell you if they've been to another physical therapist, I'm going to tell them exactly what I'm going to do differently. Or, you know, if they're coming to me for an ankle and I'm telling them that I think their hip is influencing it and they're like, well, no one's ever looked at my hip before. And I explain to them why and how they're loading that ankle differently. You know, they're going to say, you know what? I think she's onto something and come back. So it's always, if you can get them to come in and, you know, do the evaluation. Cause I can't, even if they say it's a shoulder, you know, it may not be the shoulder. So I say, I can't tell you a lot over the phone, you know, just come in and let's, you know, put our heads together and see what we can find out and then have them make the decision. It makes sense. Um, how have you been, and I want to, I know we want to talk about facial dynamics as well. We've been talking about body dynamics. Jenna Calabrese is our guest. How, um, you're a mom of two, and I know they're a little bit older now, but how did you, you know, you're a business owner, and there's a lot of people out there that have thought, I'm going to take the dive, I'm going right. to go out on my own, or what, what how, did, how did you manage to do that as a mother? Well, it was hard, you know, so when, you know, like I said, I originally came back to Western New York and I worked for Excelsior and Excelsior is a wonderful organization, but I, you know, dropped my son off at, in daycare in the morning. And then when I got home at night, you know, he was already sleeping and then I left the next day and he wasn't at daycare yet. You know, he wasn't up. So I was like, I can't do this. So, you know, when I first started off, I had a very small clinic in World Gym. I just rented one little room. And so I had very low overhead. And, um, you know, my kids were with me the entire step of the way, every single, you know, I saw patients three days a week and then Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, William was in daycare, Tuesdays, Thursdays, he was with me and he was hitting the streets with me marketing. And I always just kind of was really truthful that, you know, I'm a mom as a, and a physical therapist, like my patients, you know, you know that you see my kids a lot of times in the clinic. And I think that people appreciate that they, you know, understand, you know, they, I will say if something comes up and I have to go and get them. And I think, you know, as long as you're real and, you know, you're consistent, you know, they, they, they understand that, you know, your priority is your kids. And, you know, I've never been afraid to have my kids with me and they're part of my clinic. They are a part of me. You know, my daughter, uh, she did a class project for, um, community helpers and, you know, they're talking about firefighters and policemen. And my daughter draws my entire clinic and says, my mom's a community helper. And it's because she had been there. So she said, you know, and, and there's someone stretching in the cage when I had a traditional clinic. So, you know, and now they really kind of appreciate me changing my business to a concierge model. And they, you know, recognize that, you know, because of their driving schedules, I had to, you know, give myself a little bit more flexibility and, you know, people understand it's challenging, but if you want it to work, you can, and you just have to be real and, you know, um, 
tell people, you know, that my kids are, you know, a big priority and they're only here for a few more years. So I think people respect that. I think that I think uh, it's changing and people really, you know, are willing to work with you so that you can have the best of both worlds. You're speaking our speak. We always talk about authenticity. You talk about being real. Just tell it like it is. Right. That's how people want to connect with people. They right. don't want to they want to connect with the people behind the brands right. or behind the businesses. And I mean, you are the business, right. so um, they they feel you are a human being. You have kids, right? No one, you know. A lot of times, it's too everything is sterile in marketing, and this is just your human. And I feel like that is true. I've I've seen both your kids, right? Um, and and but it's a it's a connection, right? Mm -hmm. and so, um, but I also think that one of the reasons for your success, and obviously, you without knowing it, I think your marketing strategy was to be real. But you work hard. I mean, it's hard. You've, you've worked really hard to get here. You, you do. You have to be consistent. So, you know, when I first started off, you know, I, I started trying to market with one small orthopedic group. And, you know, I walked in and I gave them some brownies. And they're like, oh, sure, we'll send you patients. And I'm like, okay, you know, here I go. <laughs> and then nothing. Um, and so, you know, and that happened several times. And so then I had to kind of think outside the box and say, okay, you know, they're not going to just send me patients. You know, how am I going to be able to get to know them? So what happened was I, I asked them if I could shadow one of the physicians for a day. And I just spent the entire day with him seeing patients. And, you know, he probably sent me three patients that day. And I'm like, okay, here I go. This is really, this is going to take off. And then nothing. Um, and it wasn't until those three patients went back, they were happy with the results, they were happy with you know how they were feeling, that then it started to progress. And so I took that approach and did that with a lot of different physicians locally. And I think another thing when I first started off is when patients were going back to the doctor, I would go with them. And so it was a great opportunity for me to introduce myself to a doctor that I wasn't familiar with. The patient really felt like I was vested in their care and like getting them better and, you know, having that relationship. And so, you know, and the doctors were blown away by the fact that I would come, but I wasn't taking away their time. I wasn't bothering them and trying to talk to them during office hours. I was just, you know, talking to them about a patient that we were working together with. So that's what kind of got me going. And then, um, you know, word of mouth spread. And now it's more kind of, you know, just by people referring people rather than physician based because it's a different, you know, now I'm more concierge. That's a sign of a good business. Just get some people in. Right. They'll tell. They'll do the marketing right. for you. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, all right. So body dynamics. Now we're into this facial yoga. Facial dynamics yeah. is the name of uh, your other business within right. the uh, uh, body right. dynamics umbrella. Um, explain this to me. Go for it. So. Facial dynamics came um, from talking with one of my friends who's a local uh, fitness club owner and she wanted me to come in to try to, you know, meet her um, members and, and she was doing a, you know, four weeks fitness challenge with some, you know, different little perks. And so she said, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, come, I can come in and talk about posture. She's like, boring, you know, and then all of a sudden I was just kind of playing around on the internet and I saw face yoga and I'm like, that's different. So I shot it to her and she goes, I like it. That's sexy. You know? Mm -hmm. So I went in and I did a face yoga, you know, 15 minute class and you know, it, it got, you know, some pretty good 
response. Everyone liked it. It wasn't anything that took off, but I had seen a company in New York City called Face Gym. It was uh, initiated out of London and now it's in New York and um, in other cities across, you know, in Miami and Los Angeles. And so, you know, I really started kind of seeing what they did. And the founder, you know, she was, um, worked for a large magazine for a very long time and she was always doing, you know, all these, um, you know, uh, beauty things. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, and she, her, her face basically just, you know, from all these treatments got destroyed. And so she said, you know, I want to do this differently. And so she created face gym, which is using your own facial muscles to strengthen and stimulate and change your appearance. And it's very, it's all natural. And, you know, we work out every single muscle in our body besides our face. And so from watching that, and then also kind of seeing myself aging, I'm now 45, you know, I just thought, hmm, and looking around in the Western New York community and there's nothing like it. Um, and I think that women, um, you know, obviously, you know, are very concerned about aging, but are also starting to look at alternatives and looking at some natural solutions. And so, you know, I'm kind of combining my physical therapy role and what I know for posture and then combining that with what I've learned from face gym, as well as gua sha, which is like a Chinese um, lymphatic drainage and massage technique to kind of bring that all together and come up with facial dynamics. So uh, there's a bunch of muscles in your face, 40 something probably, yes. right? And what do you do, put a barbell on your head? <laughs> what, what is it, what do you do? So facial dynamics will be a combination of myself working the person so stretching out the muscles and then doing like a kind of cardiovascular to increase blood flow and then a strengthening to kind of deepen and sculpt the muscles and then to teach them certain exercises that are going to influence the shape and the appearance of their face as well as postural exercises i mean we text all day long and you know i mean that leads to kind of sagging of the chin and gravity's not our friend and so really to kind of open up through the chest you know stretch out our neck muscles and then you know do exercises for specifically for our facial muscles so so it's a combination, so it's face yoga, right? Yes. But it's not just face yoga, is that what you're saying? So it's gonna be a combination of hands-on techniques, you know, that you would kind of, you know, uh, not a facial because it's mm -hmm. more than a facial, mm -hmm. but you know, a hands-on technique with then once again, educating them. I don't want it to just be passive. I want people to take control of their health and not just be like, oh, I'm just gonna come and get this like really kind of vamped up massage. Um, and I want them to do things. So, and then educating them and giving them some exercises to you know continue with at home. So, would you consider it uh preemptive preventative kind of like you're yeah before yeah exactly uh, i mean you know obviously the earlier you start the better i mean you know i mean unfortunately i'm 45 and you know i'm just really kind of starting to notice some changes now i wish that you know i think i, I think the younger generation is you know really kind of you know looking at things and taking more active role in having really good quality skincare products um and i think they're gonna just you know love this idea to kind of prevent, you know, that and, and help with the aging process. Does this replace these, the, the skincare products? Does it go along with the skincare? It goes along with the skincare products, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you have to, you know, moisturize your face and, you know, keep, you know, use really good products. It's just gonna, it's just gonna help. I mean, there's nothing, there's not one solution. You have to kind of do everything, just like in life. You know, you can't just exercise, you have to eat well too. And so it's like, you know, it's a whole package. So Jane Doe says, oh, 
That's interesting. What does she do? She comes in, uh, you do a consult. How, how does that work? It's not really a consultation. I mean, because it's not, you know, I'm not trying to look at, you know, I mean, I may see, you know, some imbalances, but it's not physical therapy. I'm not doing, you know, joint mobilization of the cervical spine. Um, it would just simply be, you know, come in and go through the warm up. Um, so I use some acupressure points. I use a ball to kind of stretch out the neck muscles. And then, like I said, bring them through a warm up a cardio, a sculpt, and then um, a active participating, you know, postural reset and facial exercises. How long is how long is the appointment? Well, you know, I'm still working on it. My daughter and I have been going through sessions. It's going to be about 45 minutes probably. And then are there multiple visits? Do they have homework? What it's, they, what? it's really up to the person. So, you know, yet again, you know, they can, a lot of times you'll take a before and after picture and they'll see kind of that they're, you know, have a general lift. Um, their eyes are brighter. Um, so then they have to see that they, you know, like how their face feels. I mean, when I went to face gym, my face was tired afterwards, after the workout. I mean, they actually use an electrical stimulator to stimulate the muscles as well. So, um, and so it's really, you know, people can, I think people can use it like they would do a manicure. Maybe someone says once a month, maybe someone says, you know, every six months. I mean, it's really very dependent on the patient or the person, the client. Well, Jenna, you were worried you wouldn't fill 10 minutes. <laughs> we're about out of time. Uh, Jenna Calabrese, Body Dynamics, Facial dynamics, if someone is interested, listen, if, if you're hurting somewhere, uh, I really highly recommend you, you, you make an appointment with Jenna, but how would they go about it? How do you want people Just to Just simply you? to call me. Um, my number is 716-348-8734. You can contact us at Shovel the Sidewalk too. We can get you in touch with, with Jenna. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do, what you Thank do you. for patients, yeah. and what you did for me, and what you're still doing for me. I really do. Um, that's it for this edition of Sidewalk Talk. Uh, you can we have all of our uh, episodes on YouTube or anywhere else that you um, you download. You know, what are we on? iTunes, uh, Spotify, whatever it is, they're all there. Uh, our past episodes in our future as well. So until next time, oh, before we got to thank our sponsor, Vandalay Industries. Without them, we couldn't do this. George and his team do a great job. Until next time. <laughs>